And joining us now to talk about the very latest military developments in Russia's invasion of Ukraine is former CIA director and great military commander, General David Petraeus. General Petraeus, I've got to get your reaction, of course, to all these reports of Russian troops now in the capital city of Kiev. Your thoughts? Well, getting to the outskirts of Kiev and then controlling it are two different matters. Um, I think all of us have recognized all along that sooner or later, Russia could just crush the conventional Ukrainian forces. Uh, But actually, they've put up a very determined fight. Uh, They've made the Russians pay a considerable price already. Uh, I think most of us have felt that after day two, the Russians certainly have not met the objectives uh, for day one and day two. But again, given the short distance, the enormous forces and so forth, sooner or later the Russians were going to uh, get at least into the outskirts of Kiev. But what I think has been striking is not just that the the Ukrainian forces are fighting with enormous determination, uh, it's that the people seem determined to resist as well. Uh, There's a report of of a couple that just got married and literally spending their honeymoon with AK-47s in their hands, uh, ready to defend their country. Uh, President Zelensky has not left Kyiv. I mean, a lot of us thought he might go west to Lviv out in the western part of Ukraine. Uh, He hasn't. Uh, He and his family have stayed. He has acknowledged he is target number one. I mean, the real objective of President Putin, of course, is to, to take down this regime uh, and to replace it with, to replace the democratically elected government of Ukraine with a pro-Russian regime. Um, and he may eventually succeed in doing that, but the cost is going to be considerable. I think we will now see the frustration uh, of the Russians play out in a variety of different ways. I think they will literally start to turn the lights off in Kiev. Uh, they're going to go after the power stations. They'll go after the telecoms and the Internet access uh, if they have to, they will starve the city. Um, but again, that is not. This is not how you win hearts and minds. Um, not that they had many to begin with. Uh, but but again, the resistance just seems to be hardening against them. And, and candidly, you know, as a two-star general, a division commander during an invasion of a country, your worst nightmare is that everyone turns against you. Uh, you know, in the, in the invasion of Iraq, we were applauded. Uh, people didn't love the kleptocratic, uh, brutal dictator uh, Saddam Hussein. They were happy to see him and his sons and all the rest of them go. We couldn't control the looting at a certain point, but they really, again, wanted to be liberated. In this case, they don't want to be liberated, and they're going to fight. And, uh, and I think the Russians are going to have a very, very difficult time. Uh, when I was at the Munich Security Conference last weekend, We met with a Ukrainian parliamentary delegation and and one of the ministers, and we heard from President Zelensky. And the message was that that the Ukrainians will fight, that they will endeavor to be a porcupine that is very difficult for the Russians to digest, to swallow. You know, there's some doubt about that. It's easy to have, you know, rhetoric in in Munich on a nice afternoon. Um, it's much more difficult when the bombs begin to drop. Uh, if anything, they have, again, hardened as the bombs have begun to drop, and it's a real damage has begun uh, in, in Kiev in particular. But, again, I think that the Russians, 190,000, if it is that many, that is nowhere near enough to control 
um, even probably the eastern half of the country, much less the entire country. They remember Afghanistan, um, and they should be that should be setting off alarm bells in the back of their mind. I think, especially if uh, NATO will continue to support, as the Secretary General today uh, said would be the case. You know, General uh, David Petraeus, um, I agree with you. It's been extraordinary to see the fight of the people of Ukraine and the president of Ukraine under the most dire of circumstances. Where do you see this headed then with now getting maybe some more NATO support as you're talking about, although we won't see NATO boots on the ground, as we know, we won't see U.S. troops on the ground. No, 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 that's correct. And that that has been explicitly ruled out, I, I think, generally wisely because we don't want to tempt the start of World War III at this point. Uh, but the continued support of weapons, uh, it's evident that the javelins, uh, the anti-tank weapons that are a fire and forget system and very lethal effective out to about 2,500 meters, uh, the Stinger uh, air defense missiles, that these have taken a toll. Again, the Russians, as I said, can overwhelm the Ukrainian forces. There's no question about that. The question was, would they fight even after they've been penetrated, bypassed, encircled? And so far, that is the case. Uh, But it's going to get very hard from here on out, but on the Russians as well. I mean, imagine being a logistical convoy rolling down the road without great weaponry support. Uh, The tanks are ahead of you. You're trying to catch up with them to refuel and rearm them, perhaps give them new food and supplies. Um, they're going to be very vulnerable uh, if, in fact, those forces that have been bypassed or penetrated uh, just sort of melted back into the, the woods, and now they come out and attack the very lightly armed logistical convoys. Uh, so they can do an awful lot of damage, and I think that they will. Uh, but the Russians are going to retaliate without question. Uh, and as I said, we can expect ultimately to see the lights go off, to see communications cut off, Uh, and to see very, very tough fighting. Uh, The Russians have a history of really being very brutal. Uh, We've seen that in Syria, where they bombed civilians indiscriminately. Uh, We saw it in in Chechnya, of course. They destroyed Grozny, basically, to save it, uh, and then found a brutal dictator that they could pay off to take over and just sort of keep a lid on things. Um, So this is going to be very, very hard, and it's going to be you know, it's going to be hell for the Ukrainian people, and it will be likewise for the Russian soldiers. Yeah, it is certainly going to be difficult. The world is watching real quick. How much do you think these sanctions, now the new news today is that sanctions on Putin, sanctions on his foreign minister Lavrov will have General Petraeus. Um, Even President Biden has admitted a lot of these different sanctions are going to take time, and I don't know how much time the Ukrainians have. Well, I don't think anyone has ever thought that the sanctions, in in a sense, would bring Russia to its knees in the short term. Um, This will play out over time. Russia has built up a very considerable war chest, if you will, over $600 billion in foreign reserves. They have drawn down their national debt. It's it's way under 15 percent of GDP, much, much less than most developed countries in the world. Uh, So in that sense, they're probably in a pretty good situation. But we've seen their, their the currency has tanked. The stock market is way, way down uh, in Moscow. And you have to think that some of those around Putin are saying, oh, man, you know, this is there goes the townhouse in 
uh, in London. Uh, there goes the access to the kids' school in Switzerland. You name it. Uh, all of these privileges to which these oligarchs have gotten used to, it, 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 it's that is over. Um, and you do wonder at some point where someone does try to pull them aside, but of course that's not going to prove very successful. So I think you, you're going to see in a sense, loss on all sides in Russia and Ukraine. Um, and again, the Russian people will be the ones inevitably who will over time uh, bear the brunt of the damage to the Russian economy, noting that, again, they still are going to be exporting enormous amounts of crude oil and natural gas. And you won't see sanctions on energy because, again, that would have knock-on effects not just for Europe, but also for the United States at a time when crude oil markets are already very tight and we're already paying a high price at the pump. So uh, I think sanctioning him personally is very significant. Uh, I know there are concerns about the cutting Russia off from the SWIFT financial transaction system. That would be another enormous uh, blow, but it would have knock-on effects certainly for the European countries, um, especially those with whom they've had a lot of trade with Russia. So I don't think in the short term uh, this causes him to alter his calculations. I think he's probably more dug in than ever now about seeing this thing through. I just don't think he's going to see it through in any short time whatsoever. Uh, they can, again, they can, in a sense, sack Kiev, uh, but the people are going to continue to make life very, very miserable for the occupied forces. And again, having ultimately, of course, faced insurgents and extremists and Iranian-supported Shia militia uh, in Iraq and then similar challenges in Afghanistan, um, if the people turn against you, you've got a really serious problem. We never did have that. Uh, we generally had a reasonable amount of popular support and a relatively small number of people who either actively or tacitly supported uh, the insurgents and the extremists. Um, in this case, if you have an entire country that, or the bulk of it against you, life is going to be very, very hard. Yeah, absolutely. And it is amazing to see the Ukrainians fight for their freedom. Um, I know the world's cheering them on. General Petraeus, thank you so much for being here during this really important time. We so appreciate you being here on the show with us. A pleasure, Rita. Thanks. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.